Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of The Chinwag. I think it's episode 14 with me Tufty and we've got Woody here again. Hello everyone. And we pulled it out of the bag again this week and got two more guests. We have Simon and Alison Buckeridge. Hi. Hello. <laughs> so would you like to introduce yourselves, so who you are and what you do and perhaps your involvement in the church and how long you've been at Woodcombe for, for anyone that doesn't know you? I can't remember how long we've been at Woodcombe. Three years? I think it's four. Maybe four. <laughs> Lockdown is a kind of a weird time warp, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Four, four and a half years. Okay. Um, I am a teacher. Normally, I do supply teaching, so I'm on furlough at the moment. Your o- turn. Originally from? Can you tell? I'm not from <laughs> New Zealand. <laughs> I'm from Australia. I grew up in Sydney. Mm. Yeah. And I've lived here oh. for over 20 years now. Yeah. Do you okay. mean, why'd you come to England? Oh, uh, well, specifically, <laughs> I wanted to come to Bath because it's pretty. Ooh. And um, that's true. That's how shallow I am. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I, um, I came to Bath for, for university back in the 90s, um, graduated and met Alison the year I graduated. And we were married a couple of years later. I suppose, how did we meet? Well, we met at church and I was one of the members of the welcome team. And the lady who ran the welcome team said to me, well, there's a new new person arrived. You've got to go and sit next to her. So I had to go and sit next to her. And yeah, and obviously that was Alison. And I knew that someone had sent him to come and sit next to me. And I was thinking, you don't have to sit next to me if you don't want to. Yeah, so Whitcomb had an unofficial dating service from the church. Brilliant. <laughs> was it, wasn't it wasn't Whitcomb. Oh, it wasn't Whitcomb. Oh. No, no, no. Well, no, because that would be like no, four years ago, yeah, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got a 13-year-old daughter and a oh, yeah. 19-year-old son. Um, <laughs> Doesn't quite work out. No. <laughs> fair play, fair play. So how did you like get together and, and get um, engaged that you wanted to share that story to? Well, do you want to share it? Yeah, well, we, yeah. Be- we became friends. It was uh, quite a few of young people in their 20s at the time at the church, so that we would go out and do things together. And then Simon and I would go home and have a cup of tea for a, a long time, and I wondered if anything was coming of it. But you had your reasons. Well, I mean, I had... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have very high standards, obviously. <laughs> so you were making sure I met them. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> And obviously I did. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> and and then I suppose on on the day I popped the question, um, we went on a punting trip down the, the River Avon, which is very nice. Oh, wow. Smoothly done. This does um, link into last week's podcast because um, when he actually proposed, he quoted Mr. Darcy <laughs> on Pride and Prejudice. And not the nasty bits about how terrible <laughs> it was. <laughs> Just the nice bits about loving me. So oh, you must have loved was... how, you, how ardently I admire and love you. What that? That's so the line. That's the one. <laughs> I had that on a t-shirt once. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Oh, I love that. You guys like Pride and Prejudice, yeah, then? or one of you? Yeah, we both do. Yeah. Mm. yeah, the Andrew Davies version. Yeah. Wait, which version is that? The long one. The long one. The BBC. The oh, long good. One. I love. I'm so thankful you said that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. The Colin Firth one. Yes, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Mm. Oh, I've only yeah. watched the 
movie version of Pride and Prejudice, and it was it was tolerable. But, um... <laughs> but it wasn't handsome enough to take <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I walked into a Pride and Prejudice joke there. <laughs> so good. Um, so what have you guys been up to this week? Anything? But yeah, we rely on, on the guests for the, for the interesting chat at the moment. Well, I, I suppose if, if it wasn't lockdown, I would normally be um, doing my commute to Bristol every day for work. But these days I'm I'm permanently working remotely all day, every day. I've been doing that for a year and uh, it's a bit, a bit tedious, to be honest. Mm. The mm. passage of time mm. is slipping away. And uh, yeah, so it, it, it's difficult finding things to punctuate the the, the weeks hmm. and th- we got a few things that go on during the week so um every every other wednesday i'm i, I run a bible study and uh, it, it's not actually a widcombe bible study but uh, and it's unfortunate it occurs on the same day as, uh, as home groups but hmm. <laughs> um yeah my my brother recently moved into a ha- house in bradford avon so we we're longing to go and visit them more often. Um, so we'll be doing that once lockdown ends. Mm-hmm. How about you, love? Well, yeah, normally I'd be doing supply teaching. So I may get a phone call at 6.30 in the morning to go to a place I've never oh. been. Or on a good day, I'll be booked in advance and know where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yes, it's a uh, kitsch on your toes. Uh, but I'm on furlough at the moment. So I have signed up for some free online courses for different universities Nice. I think I've done about eight since the beginning of the last lockdown. At the moment, I'm doing how to read a poem, creative writing, and the history of royal fashion. Wow. wow. Brilliant. I mean, I think you take first place for who's put lockdown to the best use. <laughs> they're they're like three-week-long courses. So. Okay. And you just place. read some articles, watch some videos, and sometimes there's links to something more in-depth. And, and they're all free? They're all free. Have you got any particular recommendations or will that be coming up as your... That wasn't my recommendation. Um, okay, brilliant. Yeah, M-O-O-C, and I guess people could Google that if they wanted to find a free course. The universities all over the world. And some are vocational. I did quite a few teaching-related ones and some are just interesting. Great. Oh, brilliant. How are your um, children finding the, the lockdown? How has it affected them? Well, one, one of them is in Sydney. Oh, right. uh, with, with his oh, wow. He's enjoying um, his year before going to Exeter University next oh, yeah, uh, I went to Exeter. So he'll be doing physics. And is Australia as locked down as we are here? Or is not it at all. Not at all. Oh, okay. It, it has had some, but for instance, Christmas they had lockdown, which meant they could only have 10 people instead of 20 people. Hmm. Oh. But, then, <laughs> but then over there they have a lockdown when they have one case. One new case. Oh, wow. Not. 10,000 a day or whatever we are at the moment. So he's working in a pub there as a waiter in the restaurant and my family are spoiling him, taking him out nice places. So I think he's having a good gap year. And Grace is getting on with it, doing lots of work at school, Zooming. I think she really appreciates the youth groups, Mm. but um, she's really keen to see people. She's a bit fed up of Mm. not seeing people. Mm. understandably yeah, yeah. Susanna have you done anything this week well I had one one interesting sight that I saw today so on my walk today after our long day of zoom I was walking by the canal and I saw a viking on a paddleboard <laughs> <laughs> like he was but this guy had a you know the horns and like a full attire and everyone was taking pictures of him and was he, he looked, invading 
<laughs> did, did his paddleboard look like a Viking longboat? No, no, that would have been amazing. No. Ah. Oh, yeah, he should have done that. But yeah, Sounds that was... like the English cousin to Buffalo Man who took over the US capital. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why do you have to bring in politics, Adam? <laughs> um. Yeah, so that was my that was literally my only um, interesting thing to share. Um, the highlight of your week. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. How about you, Adam? What's been the highlight of your week or something you've done? Well, I'm bringing even less to the table for Suzanne. <laughs> like, my most outrageous, wacky thing from this week is the eggs in co-op have been reduced to 10p a box. Whoa! Uh, I know. So I picked up four boxes. So I've got 24 eggs for 40p, which... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are they on. going on? Hold on. <laughs> When you say they're tempia box, these yeah. aren't like the top fresh eggs. You just got the kind of about to go off eggs, yeah? Well, they so they go off next week officially. And apparently there's a law where you have to stop displaying them a week in advance. Okay. But um, an egg will last a, um, a decent amount of time. And the way to check if it's gone off is you put it in a bowl of water. Mm-hmm. And if it sinks down, it's still safe. But if it floats to the surface, then what's happened is the gas has gotten and it's, it's dodgy. So... It will probably suffice me for the next two weeks. Yeah. And you'll be safe. You can check before you eat them. Exactly. 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 <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh, unintended. Did you know that eggs are the secret of Mr. Strong's strength? Who's Is that Mr. the Mr. Men? Who's Mr. Strong? <laughs> oh, see you <laughs> <laughs> I know the Mr. Man. I didn't know but I Mr. Strong was one of the yeah, Yes, he is, yeah. Mm. No, he's not a wrestler or something. <laughs> oh, so he eats eggs. I don't remember this at all. Oh. There you go, useful information. <laughs> the current generation, they're just not brought up the right way. <laughs> I remember Mr. Tickle. I think he was my favourite one. Mm. Yeah. The very first Mr. Man. Oh, oh, about them. Yeah, we're just dropping the Mr. Man facts today. Yeah. <laughs> That is, I'm going to hold on to that. That's going to save me in a pub quiz one day in my life. <laughs> oh, I think we've already reached the um, the fourth of the day stage. And <laughs> I believe, Alison, you've prepared something in the words of Simon on the universe and everything, I think. So no yeah, pressure. That's it. Small topic. Of course. So, yeah. Sometimes I wake up in the night and think about things, which I guess a lot of people do. So maybe this is a thought for the night. Uh, and this is one of the things that I used to think about. Uh, why is there a universe? Uh, it was like, why did God create it to be so big? So I found some facts about the universe. One million Earths could fit in the sun, which is not a big star. The Milky Way galaxy is estimated to have around 2 billion stars, and it's not a big galaxy. The Milky Way is moving at approximately 600 kilometres a second, and they think there's a planet made of diamonds, and it's in the uh, Cancer constellations. It's 40 light years away, so you can see it with the naked eye. That's lovely. Uh, and they've never found any other planets that can support complex life. And so just sometimes at night when you're lying in bed and I think about why does it all exist? And I know some people sort of find the vastness of space even to be a reason not to believe in Christianity. And they'd say, it's also big, we're insignificant. Why would God bother with just us on our planet? And I didn't think that. I believed that God had created it, but I just sort of didn't know why. And then I read Psalm 19, which I'd read many times, but it just really answered that for me. And it just says, the heavens declare the glory of God and the skies proclaim the work of his hands. And that's it. It shows how glorious God is, that he can make it, that he can make things like a planet made of diamonds. The reason it's on this scale is to show something of the glory of God. And when we think about the statistics, 
and all these things. They show the eternal power and divine nature of God, which comes from Romans 1. It says, what may be known about God is plain to people because God has made it known, plain to them. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse. So the universe shows us something of what God is and Romans tells us that everyone actually knows that. And I think that's useful to keep in mind when talking to people who may say they don't believe in God. On some level, we do all, we can see that and we know it. And so the response that leads me to is just to worship God and think how big he is, that he's bigger than anything we can think of in the universe. And that even so, he loves us. He does love us enough to die for us. And even when we were his enemies. So if you can think those things through the night, that's a good night. <laughs> Not wasted. <laughs> oh, well, thank you very much there, Alison. Expertly handled all of a, a huge topic like that. And if Paul Mallard's listening, he's now got something else to contemplate other than, what is it, kings and queens of England, I think he likes to do when he can't sleep or something. <laughs> well, I could keep updating him on the royal history of fashion as oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> So we can, uh, yeah, move into our recommendations now, the final segment of the podcast. Alison, do you want to kick us off with your recommendation? Yeah, this is something I discovered this week. Um, I was Zooming with the Oasis ladies on Wednesday morning and some of them were talking about a singing group called The Living Stones and it's a quartet. Um, and so I looked it up on Spotify and I've been listening to that today. And they've just got lovely voices and they sing hymns and it's nice to have on in the background or maybe sing along to or listen to. Mm. Yeah, they were saying how they find that encouraging and I liked it too. Cool. So um, <clears throat> my recommendation is it's kind of a bit of a weird one, actually. Um, it's something I've come across on YouTube and um, it's, it's uh, uh, videos of wood turning. And you might think, what? <laughs> um, so... Wood turning is where you've got a chunk of wood, you stick it in a lathe, it revolves around really fast, and then there's a guy with a, a, a blade who sculpts it into a vase or a bowl or a plate or something. But actually, it's really relaxing watching these, these things turn. And uh, they always have relaxing music on in the background. There's no speaking. And, you, and they do it in a kind of time lapse. So you see this from this weird, ugly chunk of wood this amazing thing appear and sometimes they use resin to make it really shiny and bright and it's just amazing and I really think you should uh, check it out so maybe I'll include a link in the email yeah that'll be good oh. yeah I, I would not have a clue where to start on the wood turning videos I'm sure there's <laughs> a range in quality wow yeah that probably wackiest suggestion we've had on the podcast so far that I think of like no by no means a bad thing wacky is good in those circumstances cool Susanna no pressure uh, um mine is a, a website for like gifts and things so it's called cheerfully given and it's Christian so you have loads of different sort of designers and artists and creators like selling different things on there like jewelry or cards and actually it was so sweet my mum and dad just spontaneously sent me a necklace in the mail from them and um like it has a little tree on it and then it comes with a little card with a psalm on it and it was based on no not psalm jeremiah 17 about um the tree planted by streams of water which i love and it was just really thoughtful and great and then also they have little packages that you can send to friends that i might send to some friends so like there's loads of different types of gifts so it's great if you want to get a gift for someone um to look at that website so i'll put a link for that um mm. 
in the email. Adam, what about you? Well, I wanted to bring something for the kids this week and I went down memory lane and I have no idea how to access mater this material, but uh, I'm going to recommend a show called The Clangers, which oh, yeah. I watched as a kid. <laughs> memory lane right there, so it's like I'm watching it all again. But um, I, I think Clangers is such a charming little show. I used to watch it loads on VHS. I have no idea if it's on DVD. It might, it'll probably be on YouTube. Well, I will try and find a way to watch this, but you know, if you're looking for a new show to introduce your kids to, Clangers, good content, quality characters, the Soup Dragon, oh, what character. <laughs> and just, yeah, would recommend. Now I'm thinking of, um, was Bagpuss a different show? The Pink Cat? Yeah. And now I'm remembering all these old shows I used to watch. But I can't remember what Bagpuss was about, just about a cat. Were there some mice in it? Oh, yes. Charlie yeah. Mouse and all the other mice from the mouse organ. <laughs> all I remember I like is a pink cat. Fe Professor head. Yaffle. <laughs> Oh, no, it's now got to that point where like all the new stuff looks terrible compared to what I had mm. as a kid. So I feel like one of those adults been like, oh, the music in my day was so much better than this modern stuff. It's like, ah, the kids shows in my day were yeah. so much better. I didn't have them growing up in Australia, but we had um, Alexander Bunyip. So he was a great big pink Bunyip, who was one of the presenters of the kids shows. What's a Bunyip? Ah, <laughs> I suppose it's like a monster, but it's an Australian monster. So it's like an imaginary creature that you're scared of except this was a friendly one obviously i think i was in the impression that most of the wildlife in australia was quite scary and terrifying sure they could have used <laughs> one of those instead no no <laughs> oh brilliant well that concludes i think the recording of this podcast thank you very much alison and simon for um joining us so late at night thank you cheers yeah thanks for inviting us oh you're welcome now we're in that conundrum of trying to get ourselves out of this podcast <laughs> so hard to end okay um thanks for listening everyone and uh see you not see you speak to you again next week bye bye bye, bye. bye.